So what was it like? It was like meeting a celebrity. It was so exciting because I didn't, I you know, I wasn't aware that this person actually existed until since you know yesterday afternoon. Yeah. But now I so mean, this I've is over the course it. of that time. He's it was in a less than twenty four hours. Like I found out he existed, and then I got to meet him. It wow, was pretty exciting. That sounds like a pretty big big moment. <laughs> you know what? In these in these times, you gotta live for the little moments that turn into big moments. Well, everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibble here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. We appreciate it. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot to do today. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link, and I have something to say about that. So, of course, you can sign up and get two free audiobooks, and uh, I am about done with my book. I'm getting to the end of the Interdependency Trilogy. Oh, no. For The is Last like the Emperor. Third, the, the final one? I believe it's the final one. I think that's the final. I, I don't think there's any more after that, because this one just came out. Or I, I think the story ends right now. At least it seems like it's ending. Uh, but we have got like an hour left of it, so I do need another one. I need another sci-fi book. I'm definitely into the space theme, space opera. Space Still operas. very much on space operas. Absolutely. I not quite as military the ones. There's I know I've been getting some recommendations on ones that are like all military based and I don't those ones get a little bit too much for me. I like a little bit of military, maybe but not too much. But a, a little dash of like some drama. A little dab if now you will. Now you throw in some some dabs of some aliens too, some alien races, then I'm then you really got me going there. Okay. Yeah. Well, little see, for, AI. For me, like I know, so your your constant is aliens. Mine. Well, I was just asking though for recommendations on that. Ooh, okay. For so if anybody has recommendations and you'd like to send those, I would appreciate that. Cool. Um. Also, I'm just saying, I too am on a kick but with your alien kick. I am also reading another series of a middle aged white woman, you know, trying to solve murder mysteries. So that's <laughs> that's my jam. That's where right you're now. at. That's where I'm at. Well, uh, going from there. Let's uh, let's talk about what your big moment was here. Well, speaking of authors, yes. So uh, yesterday, I actually took a picture of this on my walk yesterday because I was so Im- impressed by this person. So um, as you know, I go for my old lady power walks usually every day. And, you know, as I'm walking, I get to see, you know, people still, I mean, not as much uh, anymore. I mean, it's almost like walking by poles with posters on them. It's like they're frozen in time. It's crazy because a lot of them are promoting things from like back in March, oh, like wow. events that never happened, like people that Weird. never ended up coming to town. So it's like things that people posted in like February or March that were going to be happening, you know, in like um, April, May, June that never came to fruition. Weird. So it's almost like time capsules there. Yeah. So it's super crazy. Because so normally those would be all covered up by now. They'd all be covered or, up, or but gone. nobody's posting anything, you know, except for you know, random like political statements or, you know, like Black Lives Matter, um, you know, just different things. But there aren't a lot of, you know, promotions for things yeah. like products or events because there are uh, no events going on. Right. But that's that's weird. I didn't even think about that. Now I kind of want to go by and take a look at. Some oh, of it's those. super interesting. Yeah. Like every time I walk, that's why um, when I'm walking, I, I do kind of like sometimes I'll, like if I'm listening to my book, I'll hit pause and stop and read all of the signs all, like all these things that never all these came comedy to. shows that never happened all of these celebrities that never came to town all these comic cons that didn't exist yeah i mean there Weird. was still there was still some up from i think like the portland whatever one of the comic cons like saying like meet the whole cast of back to the future and that was from like four months ago and they're still up weird wait back to the future yeah so it was like it wasn't like michael j fox wasn't it but like the rest of the cast was going to be christopher lloyd was going to be here I think so. I don't. I think it was going to be at the Emerald City one. I think those might have been for that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that could be. 
So um, I'm pulling up the picture that I took. So I see a lot of these, you know, different different signs, and a lot of them are old. So when I actually see one that's newer and and on every pole, it kind of gets my attention. Yeah, it stands out nowadays. It does. So I'm walking up Hawthorne Boulevard. By the way, nowadays is uh, Thursday, July 16th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so now, so as I was walking, I started seeing that on every pole, there was this sign that I had never, like everything else is just tattered and, you know, and sad and weather beaten. But this is like a brand a spanking new, you know, pic, like poster on the thing. Poster that's been like so stapled looked, up onto like a telephone and it pole? Has, or... And it grabbed, it stapled up onto every telephone pole. So as I'm walking up Hawthorne, I see it. And the first thing that catches my eye is it's definitely hand drawn. Okay. And... It just says, and the the name of it grabbed my attention, kind of. So on the top of it, in hand, in you know, it almost looked like little kid handwriting uh-huh. a little bit, but it just said wizard wizard dress, wizard dress, like wizard, how- like with like one dress, but like wizard dress, wizard dress, so, W I Z A R D R O U S. It's wizard dress. Okay. So it's like, and we'll put this poster, we'll put this picture up. Okay. And so it's like a half of a star. I don't know what like a pentagram? Uh, like Is an angry. It's almost like a pentagram. Oh, but not quite a pentagram. But not quite a pentagram with a um, with this I don't know, little angry face with a, with a tongue sticking out. Okay. So underneath it, it says in this again is all photocopied and but all handwritten. It says free on Kindle. July. Oh, Greg, you're looking for a book. I don't know what this is about, but maybe this might be your jam. Maybe I don't uh, have a Kindle though. Free on Kindle, July fifteenth through nineteenth, and then. Again, all handwritten. Looking for a good book? Enjoy fantastical adventures and twisted adult humor? Look no further because Wizardress is the book for you. And then these So it's were, just somebody advertising their book. Somebody out there <clears throat> hustling, promoting their book, and I am here for it. I respect that. I think that's so awesome. So I appreciate is, that hustle. Yeah. This was on every single poll on Hawthorne. So as I was, I was like, yeah, so I took a picture of it and I, I posted it on Instagram and I said the same thing. Like, I definitely respect this person's hustle. Like you do. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're out there and creating something and then you're just out self-promote, like I thought that was really cool. That's really, that is really cool. I, Cause I, I have done a lot of that in my life. So I totally understand. Oh yeah. You've been flyering <clears throat> for what, however many bands you've been in and everything I've ever done is self-promotion. That's pretty much, I mean, that's where I've gotten anywhere. Because oh, yeah. you just have to, you have to do it yourself. Like back with, um, yeah, I mean, every band you would poster, you go into shops, you ask if you can put it up in like restaurants. And I mean, it's a lot of time and effort to do that. I remember when we flyered once for one of our we events did. years ago. That was really cool. Yeah, we used to do it for like Courage. That was a whole thing that we would do. So if like we had a show coming up on, we, we'd usually do it like the week before. And we would go and, uh, and wherever wherever the venue was that we're going to be playing, we would take a trip down to whatever street that was. So say we're playing at, you know, Hawthorne Theater. We'll just use that one for an example. And what we would do is the week before is we would do a whole – we would dress up in our Courage gear, like the full outfits with everything. <laughs> and we would walk down the entire boulevard handing out handbills to every person we saw, like in character as Courage, putting up – stapling up the posters and then going into every bar – and what we would do is, I mean, we got pretty drunk by the end of these things, but we would be like, <laughs> all right, the rule is you get one beer. Like, no shots, nothing like that. We would have a little flask Kinda with like us. Kind of like SantaCon rules? Um, I don't know about SantaCon No, because that's how we but... would do it. Like, no like no shots, just like a beer, a bar, so that we could last for a long time. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess so then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we would we would do that, and then um, 
we would make our way to uh, to just go into every place. And then usually bars were pretty receptive as long as we bought a beer and we just go to each table and we'd hand out a, a hand bill to every oh, yeah. single person. If you do the courtesy of and, buying something, then... Well, we, I mean, we were bothering their customers, but most of, most people were pretty cool about it. Sometimes we get the, you know, it'll get away from me vibes. But for the most part, it was fine. And then the more that we would go along with, you know, then we'd start serenading people and singing to people. What would you sing? D is for die. Be like, would you like to hear That's a little bit about... so opposite of a serenade. Would you like to hear a little bit about what courage sounds like? And then, you know, we'd, we'd get some people who were like, yeah, sing a song. We're like, all right, one, two, three, four, die, 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 die. And then we'd sing Diaz for Die. That's Stone kind would, of amazing. Stone would bring his drumsticks and beat him on the uh, table. So that was our only music to go along with it. And it was fun. But, I mean, it was, it, it, you know, you had to hustle. And that was how we found, you know, self-promotion with that stuff. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. No, I... I, I hustle hustling hard. You got to do it. It is. It is. I mean, that's what we do every day for FunEmploymentRadio.com. Yeah. Tell your friends. Share your favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Help us out. Uh, so then today I went, uh, because I have appointments this afternoon, um, I'm going to show some houses. And, um, so I did my old lady power walk early in the morning. It, I usually do it like, you know, afternoon or morning. And as I was walking today, I was walking down Stark. I went in a different direction. And as I'm, as I'm walking down the street, I see somebody in front of me and he's putting up a flyer on one of the telephone poles. And I look, and then like he wa- he keeps walking, and he's going to the next telephone pole, and I look at the one that I just saw him at, and it's one of the Wizardess posters, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! Like, how random is this? And I'm on a completely different street, so as he's like he's walking up to the next one, I see him pulling out a, a sheet of paper, and you know I'm standing far away from him and have like my bandana on, and I'm like I'm like uh. I'm like, excuse me. And I think he looked at me as if, like, I was going to say, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, are, are you the guy? Did you write Wizardress? And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. I was like, I actually just took a picture of it yesterday and posted it on Instagram because I was so impressed by your marketing. I was like, I think, I think that's really cool. It's like, oh, hey, thanks. And he said, you know, that, it's a, that he's really proud of it and, and you can, um, you know, download it for free. And you don't need a Kindle to, to do it. Like, there are different apps that you can... Okay. Yeah. And so he was just... It was it was so cute because his name was Alex. And I'm just like, oh, by the way, I'm Sarah. And he's like, oh, hi, I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. And then we both kind of did, like, the... For a second, like, because he stuck out his hand. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Shit. I'm like, right. no, it's fine. I'm like, it's fine. Which no, is like, easy to It's forget. so easy. But we were, like, very far away from each other. So I told me, and he... Um, yeah, and he asked me, I don't know, maybe it'll be, I don't know what it, Wizard Dress is about. I'm taking a look here right now. I just pulled it up. So it is free on Kindle right now. And, you know, we're just giving some promotion to this. Whatever. He's out there, yeah. that, like, during a hey, pandemic, promoting I himself. Yep. So it says, do you like drunken heists, accidental time travel, wild magical battles, and twisted humor? If you answered yes to any of those, you'll love the hilarious tale of an inept wizard with a drug problem, <laughs> his cynical apprentice who can't catch a break, and the monumental quest they never saw coming. Whoever said a story can't be whimsical and a little fucked up at the same time. <laughs> so I there it is. I love it. I love it. And then, yeah, it goes on to describe it more and more. But uh, content warning, Wizardess is intended for mature audiences mm-hmm. only. The book contains drugs, violence, heavy profanity, and moderate sexual content. Oh, Alex. So yep, I'm looking go. at the author. That's exactly who I just met. <laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty neat. So I will say, like, in these t- in these times, like, it was very interesting within a 24 hour period to become kind of fascinated with somebody. And then all of a sudden, bam, <laughs> see them. That's happened to me a lot during this. 
What? Like when I've been walking around and I've just randomly met people on the streets. Like I've met a lot of random interesting Yeah, you people. met dude. Uh, Roz Rezabek. Yeah. Yeah. From you were supposed to get him on the show. Oh, I need to write him. Yeah. Yeah. Just from Kurt and Courtney just randomly wandering down the street. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea who he was until after I was talking to you about it. Yeah. Um, met Noho. Like the the founder of Noho's <laughs> Hawaiian food, which is like an amazing Hawaiian restaurant. Just random people. Some random, yeah, adventures that you've had with that. I love it. I love it. That's why I kind of like being, even though it is, you know, scary times, go out in the world responsibly and you can still like see some magic. Yeah. Like wizardress. Wizardress. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm trying to think of like some of the other posters where you, I used to spend a lot of time designing our posters because I would try to get them to stand out from everything else get the courage ones to stand out like once we got like a kind of a standard logo we want that but i used to find all kinds of different random stuff to just make it make it look weird and be like what the hell is that and just like strange things oh, written to, on to it get their atten- that's to get why this one because you got to stand out from everybody me. else yeah because everything else is so like clean and like mm-hmm. big and bright but i the love this like handwritten one <laughs> yeah or they're like overly ornate like color posters because oh. they because they can have the money to print all that stuff out oh those things really are so expensive, expensive. Yeah, yeah super expensive like Stone used to work at um, Stone's the Dorm for Courage. He used to work at a printing company, so we got uh, that for a while. Like our first album, we got to print it all in like the full color, which is really expensive. I mean, self-produced album, so so uh, we took advantage of that. But then he didn't uh, work there anymore. Yeah. Oh no. So then, and then it was like, well, okay, no more. But we're going to black and white now. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, it's crazy. Well, I mean, that's like even with sending the stuff into um, all those radio stations back in the day. All the oh, show yeah. episodes. Those were all hustling. That's true. Stuff out. That's how we met because you I I've always loved when someone's like a self starter. I think that's so impressive because it is so easy to be lazy. And it Yeah. It, I know this, everyone knows this, but for someone who's just kinda like, This is a thing that I want and this is what I want to do and I'm gonna do it. Like I still have the yeah. email from Greg when I worked on the Rick Emerson show when you were kind of trying to break uh-huh. into commercial radio and then Yeah. Fucking got my attention. Yep, I wanted. And then to be you on got KUFO. the job. Well, you so, got my attention, but you got the I job got because KUFO. you were ready for it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, it takes so everyone takes, in there takes hard work and it takes luck too for finding out what you want to do. But yeah, for that stuff. But well, for everyone in this um, both in this trying time, I hope that you find your KUFO or your wizardress. Yeah. Or whatever makes you happy, or just a Netflix. The TV show that you super like watching and you're totally content with. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's interesting thinking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got to yeah, it is. So those are the things that you get to see when you're out in the world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, I did find a couple of stories. Oh, it's coming right in there. Oh. Coming in hot. So aggressive. Uh, I've got some uh, emails too that we're going to talk about here in a minute. What? <laughs> Emails? No way! That's crazy! (laughs) Oh, I feel weird. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, if you're in Minnesota, uh uh-oh, you better beware. Don't try to be going around not wearing your bathing suit in public, because now Minnesota police are using drones 
to catch nude and topless sunbathers. Well, that's the most important thing that the police in Minnesota Seriously. should be doing right now. Right? That is the most important. They're using drones to peep on people to see if they they're topless? They are super peeping. That is super real pervy. Peeping. That's so pervy. Where, so the issue is just people are topless sunbathing. And they're flying a drone to peep on them. That is so creepy. Isn't that, that's like, that's what you're using your resources for. And you wonder no. why. Yeah. I mean, you know the guy that wants that job, too. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll take that job. No, this is very, I'll, we'll go I'll think handle of, it. We'll go think of the children. We'll the children I'll, see the boobs. I'll handle it by myself. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'll get on this. Just these don't, perverts. Don't come into the sick, room when I'm in there. <laughs> these sick, sick perverts. With their, oh, I mean, come on. Dirty. Dirty perverts. <laughs> well, a Minnesota de- a police department has confirmed that officers are now using drones to catch people going nude or topless at area beaches. I mean, if you have to use a drone to find them, then who is it that they're harming? Correct. So they're by themselves, alone, going into the water, not bothering anybody, except for the fucking drone that's peeping on them overhead. Oh, God, the creepy police peeping drone. That's uh, Yeah, I mean, come on. That's, that's just... true. If they're not even able to catch them, no. then what harm are they doing? Yeah. That's, Oops. Uh, yeah. I... Right, wrong, wrong button. Um... Yeah. So this is at the goal in Golden Valley. Uh, so the Golden Valley Police Department confirms that officers working with the Minneapolis Parks Police use a drone to catch beachgoers in the act of going partially or fully nude at Twin Lake, which is, I guess, the name of a lake in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, so I guess the police sergeant says that they've been getting some repeated complaints about it. I think that it might be. Uh, it's probably one person that's complaining. Oh, it's probably like, yeah, just one angry. Yeah. Like, I don't like to see them boobies. Um, so, uh, the police sergeant, Randy Malin says it's reached the point where it's time for people to be held accountable for their actions. Now, witnesses on the beach said they spotted the creepy drone in the sky uh, shortly before police arrived and took information from the then clothed beach visitors for potential citations. So I mean, by the it's time one the... thing if you have like somebody like exposing themselves to kids, but if this is seriously just somebody who's. This is sunbathers. Yeah. They're just laying out. Yeah. And then by the time the cops actually, actually get there, they're already clothed. So what kind of shit is that? That seems like some BS to me. That's, yeah, that's creepy. Well, Christian Calbert, who's a beachgoer who was cited for topless sunbathing, said that she was unaware that the beach was a part of the Minneapolis park system. She said there are no signs posted at the beach that mention the park system or rules against nudity. She said it's rid- ridiculous when I turn around and there's a gentleman who has boobs that are as big or as bigger than, <laughs> or as big as mine. Or bigger, then he can keep his shirt off, and we're doing the same thing sitting in the sun. Like you, you say it's a sexual organ, but it's not. We're not sexualizing it. We're just laying out in the sun tanning, which is such bull. That's such bullshit. What yeah. a good point, Christian Calbert. Uh, the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board is currently considering a proposal to get rid of the ordinance that bars women from going topless at the beaches that are part of the park system. Yeah, that's just dumb. Women are allowed to be topless in Portland. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Well, I mean, except for, you know, like at like rallies or, you know, nude bike, naked bike, bike ride. Do you I've seen it a few times. Do you remember when I was driving to the studio that one time and I, I was just so confused because I was riding my bike and then there was just a woman with a backpack on just walking down the street and I'm just like, she looks so comfortable and happy. I was like, good for you. Yeah. But just no, just pants on, but absolutely yeah. no shirt on. I mean, it's Portland. I don't even really pay that much attention anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, okay. There's some naked people. If there were naked boobs, you'd be paying attention. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be a weirdo about it and fly a drone over somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. 
<laughs> yes, I would probably be like, what's, oh, okay. All right. That was kind of because it wasn't registering. Cause I'm not going to be a creep to somebody. It's but yes, I would acknowledge. I'd, I'd be like, oh. Oh, I'll, all right then. <laughs> all right. Well, I do have, it's a, I have a three for it. So this is, I, sometimes they find like natural like segues. I didn't realize that all of these are kind of involving naked women. <laughs> all three of them. Huh. I did not. That's it's weird. It's interesting. All right, so topless. I know. I I did not know this. These just happen to be the stories that don't end terribly. All right, this one's out of El Campo, Texas. El Campo. A substitute teacher has been fired in a Texas school district for filming a porno in her classroom. Oh, okay. A Texas school district has fired a substitute uh, teacher after receiving a tip that she had made pornographic videos that included footage recorded in a classroom that she was substitute teaching and no students were involved. Okay. So uh, this reports investigators believe the videos were recorded last month when she was substituting at El Campo High School, uh, which is about 65 miles southwest of Houston. The El Campo school district says the teacher had worked in the district for three months and was fired last week. Uh, so police say that no students or staff members were involved in the video, portions of which were filmed in the classroom and workroom that were apparently intended for the internet. So um, the police chief says the woman had closed the door and had clothes on in the school footage and no criminal charges are expected. So she was filming like basically some of the staging parts for her school teacher porn. Just of note. Oh no, did you already find it? This was last year. This one said it was 2020. Unless this has happened more than once. No, I always look at the date. Oh, wait. Oops, shit. I, I should not have Googled Florida woman porno because now all I have is fucking <laughs> Pornhub stuff. Oh, wait. Florida? Or Texas? Oh, Texas. Oops. Texas woman porno school. Oh, man, this is saying from 2019. I mean, it's fine. Did I ever do this story? Uh, No, I don't remember you ever doing this story. It doesn't matter. It's still still good. Fine. I'm so excited. (laughs) Sorry, I just wanted to. I'm glad you told told me. No, I'm glad you did because I I would rather know now. Well, anyway, what happened? There's a story from a year ago. No criminal charges were expected. But I do want to know how they found out. Like, I wonder if it was a student you know or a staff. You know they found out. Well, I know. I wonder if it was, like, a student or, like, one of the staff members. It was an anonymous tip from somebody who mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> happened right, to see this online. let's move on from my dated story, because clearly I'm not good at this. I know this one's for sure from yesterday. This is a Florida woman. Hopefully. A Florida woman was arrested this past weekend after police say she allegedly broke into her neighbor's Florida pool several times over the past weekend to repeatedly go skinny dipping. Well, you really are with the nude stories. I, This is what I got, man. Uh, so this is in Charlotte County. The Charlotte County Sheriff's Office deputies were called to the Inglewood home uh, starting on Friday. So this past Friday after... Um, the owner, David Wardell, said his pool cage had been cut open. A report said deputies collected cigarettes, keys, and women's underwear. His pool cage? I guess it must have been... I don't know. It's Florida. Maybe people build cage. cages around their pools. Weird. I mean, I guess a fence. Maybe that's just what they mean. Maybe that's what they call it. Okay. It says pool cage. Yeah. Uh, the following day, Wardell said that he saw a 22-year-old... Or her name's Capri Wiedemann. 
Capri Wiedemann. Uh, swimming in the pool naked from a security camera installed while he was in Canada. <laughs> so he was out of town, saw her just swimming around in the nude. Uh, Wardell told uh, deputies he had sent letters to her previously asking Wiedemann to stay off his property. Uh, deputies did find those letters inside of her home during a search after they were able to identify her from the footage, as well as several knives matching the ones that she left at the scene. So she left She's knives, got knives at the scene? Uh, so she initially denied being there, but um, but her mother did, in fact, tell deputies she swims in the neighbor's pool often, so her mother ratted her out. She was arrested and charged with trespassing and burglary. That's just swimming in your neighbor's pool, huh? Nude. Especially, like, now. Nowadays. Oh, I'm seeing. Mr. Jenky just said it's to keep the gators out, probably. Oh, that totally makes sense. Gators. Don't want a gator in your pool. I want no gators in there. Don't want no gators. Oh, yeah, she goes and swims in the neighbor's pool all the time. Is that how they talk in Florida? In the nude. That's how I imagine. I don't think her mother's saying in the nude. In the nude. My Capri likes to go swim in the pool next door in the nude. She's in the nude. In the nude. Gross. All right, well, that's what I found. There's your naked lady world of crazy. Crazy. (laughs) That's pretty good. I stop it. I hate it when you do that. I genuinely hate it. And I want I you to you never do. do that again, please. I will stop doing that if you will stop singing the song. You'll be back. That's pretty good. All right. Um, I've got a couple of emails here to take Ooh, a look at. Oh, tell me. Uh, well, first one is I just want to say thank you to uh, Elliot, who wrote with just a video. Let's see. A video of how to wear a cape. I believe is what this is. Oh, that's nice because Elliot clearly knows that you don't know how to wear a cape. I don't, but I want to be a cape guy. Um, let's see, the 2000 year old. Yeah, oh, because it's a guy, I believe, wearing a cape in the video. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, a classy cape. This is great. Oh, no, that's uh, that's Mel Brooks. Oh, my gosh, that's like really, really old 1967 Mel Of course Brooks. Mel Brooks would wear a wearing cape. Wearing a cape. He's, he's fucking rad. Oh, man, that's a great cape. Okay, that's Is it good. like a heavy, like, satin no, it's kind of like the one I was talking about where it goes over the, like, hits the shoulders so you can do that. You know, we whip the cape in front of you. I feel like this is slowly like you trying to transition and trying to be a vampire. Um, I think you liked what we do in the shadows a little too much. You Because you have said that you want to talk like him, and now you're saying you want to have a cape. Oh, my God, are no, you going to be Carl a vampire? Reiner too. Are you going to be a vampire cosplayer? You Maybe could, that's where it's heading. That could be where it's heading. Because now, you're, now I know exactly what you're going to say. You're going to say you're uh, Jackie whatever. Jackie Daytona. Human bartender, yes. It's an ordinary human bartender. That guy sounds like a regular son of a bitch. So you've been expressing that you want to talk like him. Yes. Now you're expressing that you want to have a cape. Jackie Daytona. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, shit. Maybe it, you I might be right. It is. Damn it. You are. I know you work a lot inside, but you are kind Reiner of pale. So I, I mean, have been pale. I and you pale. do have the dark hair, so you People are kind of... People have on it. You're kind of vampire-y. Maybe I'm going to turn into a you vampire guy. You wear a lot guy. of black. I, wanna, I wear a lot of black. Ironically, not today. This is the first time I've worn anything not black in a long time. Um, and I... Yeah. Maybe I am. I did, back in the day, read all the Anne Rice novels. You've said that several times. Yeah. Pretty proud of that. They were good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed them. Crap, maybe I'm a vampire guy. 
Oh, no. What does that mean when you become a vampire guy? I don't know. Are you starting to like become more obsessed with like vampire things? No. Just him. Just Laszlo. I think he's funny. Jackie Daytona. Okay. That, you just I keep like saying the, the same he... thing over and over again. <laughs> I like the way he talks. Um, but yeah, no, I'm... Oh, crap. And capes. Oh, maybe this is where I've been heading the whole time. I think it could be. This is what I discover about myself during quarantine, during the pandemic. I discover I'm a vampire. I can help you, like, paint on some black nails. No. That could be a good start. I'm just, uh, no, I'm not going to go that, no. Because you are already kind of goth, though. I do wear you a do, lot of black. Well, but and you also love, like, some, some typo negative. You like some, like, dark metal. I love typo negative. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite band. Yeah, I know. Am I a secret goth? I think you might be. Yeah, because uh, black's like my favorite color mm-hmm. for everything. Although every now and then I like a little bit of a little blue or aquamarine. Well, this is very, very compelling. Well, I'm stuff. really just going through this in my mind. Am I a goth <laughs> or not? I mean, sorry, Sarah, for me coming to a realization. I didn't mean to break your brain. I didn't know. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, anyway, um, possibly vampire. Uh, moving on from there, we've got some other <laughs> Greg Nibbler, possible vampire. Possible vampire. Maybe that's where I've come. That's what's that's what's happening to me now. Um, okay, let me find the other emails here because I think I just accidentally. No, 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 okay, here's something else. This is a fascinating one. So this is coming from Annie, um, who's in North Carolina. Oh, hi, Annie. And uh, Annie said she's been listening, listened to us at the beginning, and now she's listening, uh, like going back in episodes. Um, so she she's saying, here's the here's the subject matter. Breaking news: Greg is psychic. What? Greg is psychic. All right, I haven't seen this, so I have no clue what you're talking about. So tell me. Here's what she's saying. On February seventeenth, before the time of our apocalypse, which that was before. Greg was talking about how he is starting to become very paranoid about his coworkers coughing. He was gravitating toward hand sanitizer and he quarantines himself. That's a hundred percent right. I was doing that. I totally forgot because that seems like that was years ago, but I remember it was my coworker who was coughing very loudly, not unlike one of the symptoms of what COVID-19 is. And uh, although I didn't know that at the time, and remember, I was getting like really this was weirded after you out guys by got it. Back from Vegas, right? After we got back from Vegas, oh, and I was getting oh, really oh, weirded oh. out by it, and I kept quarantining myself by going into the the studio at the office and just staying in there because I didn't want to be around anybody getting sick. That's creepy. That is creepy. Did he have it? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. He does. I mean, he's fine now, but he he thinks he, he thought he might have. That might have been. Oh it. God. Because I mean, he was real sick. There was actually a bunch of people that were real sick getting back from Vegas for like a couple weeks at a time where they just couldn't shake it. So that, that is something that we've all kind of speculated that well, maybe we did was, bring it back because that conference was people from all over the world. Yeah. All, all over the world. The same air, every the same conference, pretty room. much every country in the world is represented and certainly large contingents from Asia, you know? Yeah. So, and Wuhan actually, there was, there's a big delegation from Wuhan. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's legitimately possible, yeah, that it was there and being spread around. Just none of us knew about it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. That is, I kind of forgot about that, but I totally remember, like, I remember specifically who you were talking about because mm-hmm. you were so grossed out. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was annoyed with him. <laughs> you were so, 
Yeah, because that's a shitty thing to do to like be. I mean, I love the guy, but yeah, he was even before like you know, you know, international pandemic. No, he was eventually told to just go home. Yeah, but uh, you shouldn't have to be told to go home. You should just go the fuck home. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, That's weird, though. Well, thank you, Annie, for pointing that out. And uh, yes, apparently, I am psychic. Or no, you've just or you've just always been paranoid, and this is playing up to that because I love how you can't accept that I'm psychic. I will say you've definitely become more paranoid. Well, didn't I? Um, didn't I actually? There was remember there was a time where I predicted what color you were thinking of, what number you were thinking of. Like it was amazing because I have such psychic abilities. There was one time. What color am I thinking of right now? Orange. Nope. That's purple. What number am I thinking about? Let me take a look. I'm just repeating it in my head. 28. Nope, four. <laughs> but 28 divided by four, it was close. It was very close. Is seven? <laughs> yes. Maths. All right. Give me a number between. What? Between. Uh... Wait, am I guessing or are you? Fine. You want to guess? You're not psychic, yeah. so it's not going to matter. All right. Between one and 28, I'm going to guess. Between one and 20? Or one and 100. I'm going to pick a number. You're going to pick between one and 100. No, wait. I'm picking the number. You have to say, no, you pick the number and I'm going to guess what it is. All right. 45. No. 21. No. 13. No. 77. Nope. 68. Nope. 99. Nope. Okay, what is it? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Okay, fine. It's 71. All right. This is a fun game that we're playing here. <sighs> I think it proves that neither of us are psychic and you're just... Give me one more color. Are you thinking it? Yep. Are you saying it? Yep. Salmon. Oh, that's close. Fuchsia. But it was pink. I was thinking uh, pink. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Psychic. Uh, Definition of what pink is. I guess I could have just gone with generic pink. Yeah, I know. Why are you being so oddly specific? Because I was honing in on the shade that you were thinking of. I saw it in my mind because I'm psychic. Anyway, thank you, Annie. Um, yeah. Also, it's uh, we we do have a couple of birthdays today. Oh, so are we skipping? Uh, oh, yeah, Baltuck. Yes, sorry. Um, so Baltuck is sad. Okay, no, then let's not do it. Not today. Or boring. It's one or the other, and I th- I keep waiting. <laughs> then why did you put it on the list? I did put it on the list. <laughs> yes. I know. I know. See, I paid attention to the list today. Yeah, it's the first time you've ever paid attention to the list. <laughs> I kind of put it in there as a placekeeper to see if anything happened while we were on the air. Nothing did. No, basketball's still supposed to start on time, but yeah. Who's to say? Well, did you say we did have some birthdays? We do have birthdays. We've got two birthdays to get to. The first birthday is to our buddy, Lyle. (gasps) Lyle? It's Lyle's birthday today. Well, happy birthday, pal. Hang on. Let me just pull this up right here. We hope you're having a magical day, bud. In theory, there we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, nope. Never mind. The next birthday is... Never mind. There's no other birthdays today. That was it. Wow. I misread something. I was wrong. I made a mistake. That happens a lot. I'll regret it for the rest of my days. Or just almost well because it would have no there's another birthday today oh jesus i just breathed <laughs> i was wrong again surprise 
Stop using the voice. I can tell that you're trying to do it. The Jackie Daytona voice. I can tell. Happy birthday to Brock. Brock. It's Brock's birthday. Yay. I hope you have a wonderful day, Brock. Happy birthday to you. Brock's got a sweet beard. Happy birthday he has like, always the best facial hair. Yeah, Happy it's great. It's solid. Hot damn right. Marinara barrel. All right, is there anything else that you forgot before I try to load everything back in? I don't know. I don't know what anything is anymore. Perfect. I know where I am right now. Jackie Detona. All right. That's becoming a tick, and you're going to need to stop it. I'm going to watch it again today. What was the last thing that you obsessed over and kept repeating it over and over? You're only made of moonlight. You're not real. You're not real. Nobody ever knows what we're talking about. Not real. You're only made of moonlight. Oh, fuck, we're dumb. Oh, it's Wilton's brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Antonio. Happy birthday, Antonio. Okay. What was the other thing I was obsessed about? There was something in between those two. There was that you would never stop doing, and I had to like tell you that you. What had to stop. was it? I can't remember, and I don't want to now, so I don't know why. I even I'm gonna it up. remember what it was. Yeah, you were like, I, had I was to, like, saying have, it all the time. Yeah, I had to have a talk. What about. was it? I don't know. I don't want to remember. I mean, there's still the PV ones I always do. Let's see well, what yeah. Madam Ruby sees. Something you'd like to share with the rest of us? Amazing Larry. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. This is called 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really appreciate it. You're all awesome. I talked to Ron Perlman today. Oh, how was that? He's very intense. Oh, like... He's a very intense man. Intimidatingly so? Sure. Did you talk to him about being uh, the sexy um, sewer-dwelling beast in Beauty and the Beast? I wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to talk to him about uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh my God, with Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I but totally I, remember. I didn't that. get a chance. I I didn't. He got. He was very serious. Oh. Because I wanted to ask some more, like you know, whimsical questions. Yeah, he was not in a whimsical. He's not a whimsical guy. He was Good a very know. very courteous, very nice, you cool. know. But I was like, oh, we're, okay, we're not going to be laughing during this thing. <laughs> this isn't going to be a, a joke around with of, Ron Perlman. We've had a few of those where it kind of catches yeah. you off guard, where you're like, oh, you seem like you'll be oh. Yeah. No. Okay. We're just, we're doing this. This is where we are right now. Uh, Stranded, I wanted to ask about Sons of Anarchy, but he kind of brought it up naturally, so I couldn't go into it. Yeah. Much more, but yeah. Anyway, Sarah's giving me the sign. Okay. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. I don't want to be a vampire guy. It's not my goal. What's your jam? Jacket Daytona.